Hey, this week Melissa and I discussed a recently released Canadian zombie movie from Jeff Barnaby, Blood Quantum, uh, which you can stream on Shudder if you have Shudder. If you don't have Shudder, you should get Shudder and you should watch Blood Quantum. Um, we also discussed the 1990 anthology film Tales from the Dark Side, um, which I think recently had a 30th anniversary. Also discussed the recently released movie, horror comedy movie, uh, Extraordinary, starring William Forte. Um, also discussed 2009's One-Eyed Monster and uh, a movie, I guess it's a movie, I don't even know what it is, uh, Demon House. Melissa talks about Demon House for like five seconds. Anyway, spoilers ahead. We spoil, we, <laughs> we spoil everything we talk about. So you've been warned. Uh, also, another warning, there are some technical issues with this, uh, a couple of apologies to make, I guess. One, this being late, uh, try to get these out Monday and Tuesday, and it is going to be Thursday that you're getting this, and it is because I had a lot of issues, uh, a lot of technical issues, like I started to say. Um, yeah, you're going to hear some clicks and pops, and it does something new, it like glitches out a little bit and like deletes little snippets, so it sounds a little weird. It's really not that bad. And uh, you should try not to lose your mind over it because it's a good episode, good content. Um, just some of the uh, some of the little blips and stuff you'll hear might be annoying. So, yeah, like I said, try to get over it. Um, and also one other, one more disclaimer for this super long intro. Um, I was in a lot of pain <laughs> during this episode, so if I seem a little out of it, I had tweaked my back the day before, and I'm sitting in this wooden chair to do this episode last Saturday. And uh, I I space out a little bit, and I like I, I say wrong words sometimes. It's because I'm so focused on like trying to talk and ignoring all this pain. So it's a fun one, um, but I think you'll like it. Uh, this is Forsaken Cinema episode eight. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Chuck. And I am your horror co-host, Mel. Welcome to the Steve Shemmy Appreciation Podcast. <laughs> Is that what we're going to be doing today? All day. All right. Just, <laughs> just because of Tales from the Dark Side? And because I love Steve Shemmy. All right. Well, I'm glad you'll get to talk to him A lot. about him finally. Uh, this is the weekly horror podcast in which Mel and I discuss one recently released movie and one classic. And disclaimer, we are not experts. Boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> yeah, so you should stop listening to us immediately <laughs> and boo us. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Keep listening, please. Yes, no booing. We need validation. Yes. This is the only reason we're doing this. Are we okay? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. This has been a uh, a pretty rough opener. <laughs> Started like twice. Nobody heard any of it, I don't so know what, what I'm you're saying doesn't about. matter. <laughs> uh, anyway, how was your week? Okay, my week has been better than the last week, as people know. Last week I was a little saddy pants, but yeah, you were bumming am, everyone uh, out. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm feeling better. So thanks to everyone who isn't listening to this podcast, but still reached out to me. You're the best. 
And um, my week's been pretty good. As you guys heard, it is the Steve Buscemi Appreciation <laughs> Podcast. Okay. So besides Steve Buscemi being in Tales from the Dark Side, which is the movie we're doing tonight. He's in Boardwalk Empire. Well, which we did finish. <laughs> and we did talk about like so a far, couple. So far, I'm, I'm pretty sure we've mentioned Boardwalk Empire. We're on episode eight. I think we've mentioned it in all eight episodes. Yeah. So but we did finish it. And I did out Steve Buscemi that one episode so I hope he is finally listening but as you guys <laughs> know from like the last episode I've been watching The Sopranos and season five Steve Buscemi oh, is he's in, in it, it. <laughs> I never watched it yes he's Tony Soprano's cousin also named Tony <laughs> so I just want you guys to know that I fucking love Steve Buscemi okay but outside of that <laughs> we're getting all the Buscemi today that's it what's your uh, favorite Buscemi performance oh my god he's so wonderful and everything oh no i like on the spot no it's not it's too hard come on off the top of your head what's your favorite i just like do it his mouth and all of the things <laughs> what the what's that movie billy madison yes where he's like putting the lipstick on <laughs> yeah that's your favorite yes performance one thousand i don't care about his Dude's like been nominated for oscars and that's your favorite yes has he won any oscars that's a good question steve have you won any oscars can you let us know yeah, let us know. Call in. <laughs> Anyways, so back to horror because that's what this podcast is yeah. apparently and, about. Uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch, uh, well, I tried to watch Demon House, okay. which is came out a couple years ago. It's like a documentary style. And I turned it off halfway through, probably not even halfway through. It was because bad. like It's not like bad, bad. Like the visuals, they do like dramatization, dramatizations, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. and like the there's like shots of like this giant like goat man that's like really cool Baphomet? and like I don't think it was supposed to be him though. Oh, but like all this like shots in the background when they're talking about it, that's really cool. But then it's also like that Zach Bagans guy from like Ghost Adventure. I don't know if anybody I don't watch the show, but the guy no, is like the definition of a douche canoe. Like, ugh, just listening to him talk the whole time, I just can't do it. And also, it was just. It's based off of supposedly a true story. I read about the accounts of the house, but it's so, f- the movie was just so fake. He's like supposedly talking to real people who experienced it. Just you could tell it was just like bad, bad, phony, baloney. Bummer, you wasted your time. No, it was all right. Because then after that, I put on an even worse movie that was so bad. I loved it. Which was? Um, hold on to your shorts. It is One-Eyed Monster. <laughs> yes, it's called One-Eyed Monster. Okay. came out in 2009. <laughs> Wait for this. Actually, it got really good reviews, so I had to watch it. And it is these people go to a remote cabin to form some po- to form to so film some pornography. <laughs> to form some so film. To film some porn- <laughs> <laughs> pornography and so Ron Jeremy's penis. Yes, the Ron Jeremy is there. Uh-huh. Who by the way is so distinct. Just yeah, like so uh, he excuse me out just looking at him. I'm sorry. He's just gross. Sorry, Ron. We don't like you. So his penis gets possessed and <laughs> rips itself movie. off of his body. I've heard so of he this does. Movie. I've never seen it. And then his penis is going around killing people. When did this come out? 2009? Okay. Yeah, I've heard of this. And it's killing people uh-huh. and it's so cheesy. The cheese is big. It's the big cheese. The cheese is so big. The big cheese. And it's like the over the cheese? top. Ew. It's over the top on purpose. There's some funny moments, but there's a lot of it's really boring. But I watched it anyways because, you know, why the hell not? Why not? Mm, so, so, yeah. Was it fun? It was a good movie. You like it? It was funny. funny. It got great reviews because it's like apparently like going to be a cult classic. But no, I thought it was really boring most of the time. And oh, yeah. I do not recommend it. Oh, okay. Sorry. What was it called? One-Eyed, One-eyed Monster. One-Eyed Monster. <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah. Fantastic. That's that's what I watched. It was great. So after that, just want to say, 
I love stupid show me. Okay. <laughs> we, uh, we are fully aware. Uh, so how was your week? Uh, my week was great until yesterday when I tweaked my fucking back and now I can't even sit right in this chair. <laughs> it isn't a comfy chair. It's like... No, I had a terrible back. 1930s this is like, antique, but... Dude, I threw... This, is, this sounds like some cliche, like it didn't really happen, but it did. I threw my back out like two or three years ago getting off the toilet. No, I think I think I remember that. Yeah, I was out of commission for like three days. I couldn't walk. Yeah, like I was wiping my ass and threw <laughs> threw out my back. I was a lot. I was thinner then too. I didn't. That's such an old person thing to do. No, it's such a sitcom. Which is thing crazy because you were only like fifty seven at the time. <laughs> I am not fifty seven. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that sucked. Um, uh, what did I do? I watched a movie called Extraordinary. Did you guys watch it? Um, no. We were supposed to watch it last night, but Michael decided since it's his choice for movie night that we were going to watch The Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> you watched The Muppets Christmas Carol? Yeah, fuck me, right? Uh. Yeah, that's what we watched. So, so I get to pick the movie tomorrow, so that's probably what we're going to watch. Yeah, you should definitely watch it. I highly recommend it. It came out, it recently came out in March. Yeah. It deserves a full episode from us, but there's so much shit coming out. Fair, that, yeah. Like, and it's from a, a couple months ago. It's not that recent. Yeah, so. we watched the trailer. It looked hilarious, oh but, God. you know, it, Muppets. It, it, uh, yeah, but <laughs> it's not half as good as Muppets Christmas Carol, <laughs> but it was pretty good. No, dude, I laughed at every sentence in this movie. It is so, like, deadpan, like, like, like I compare it to what we do in the show. Okay. It's a very different story, mm-hmm. and it's not that mockumentary style, but the humor in it's very similar. Yeah. And it made me laugh in like all the same ways that that movie does. Um, it's got what's his name in it, the dude that was on SNL Forever. Yeah, I saw his name uh, on what the, the hell is his name? the credits, but now I can't think of it right now. Neither can I. I want an uh, extraordinary movie. I forgot to write it down. How dare you? Uh, still looking. It's Will Forte. Will Forte, that's his name. I never remember that. Will Fort A. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, the dude from um, the last what was it the the last man at the end of the world? What that what the hell was that? No, I didn't see that. I know what it you're talking about. It was a comedy. About. Yeah, yeah. Last man, last, last man, man on Earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's. <laughs> I hope that's what it was called. It is now. But it's got him in it, and uh, it's it's a possession movie, mm-hmm. like through and through. This woman can like talk to ghosts, and like you know, Ooh. she does. She knows all this demonology and stuff because her dad. Uh, her dad taught her and her dad had this gift and then she had the gift and like she didn't she doesn't want to do it anymore because like an accident happened where somebody died uh-huh. um, so she stops doing it and she starts giving like driving school lessons and uh, this guy he, he has a wife that uh, is haunting his house and she won't leave so he gets he, he gets her to do it meanwhile um, Will Forte's character is this like one hit wonder that's trying to make a comeback uh-huh so he's trying to like make a deal with the devil and he's doing all he got into these dark arts and like he's doing seances and sacrificing people and he's trying to like um I, don't know, I just forgot he's he's trying to get his fame back and if he makes this sacrifice on a blood moon he mm-hmm. gets he gets his wish and he'll have fame and fortune and stuff so he's trying to possess he finds a virgin which is this dude's daughter the dude with the mom mm-hmm. in the house and blah 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 and so he's trying to possess her, and then all the two the two stories kind of collide, and like the ending is wild and like over the top and so funny. I loved 
every aspect of this movie and it's gonna go in my top five favorite horror comedies for sure well damn yeah i give it the biggest endorsement that i could possibly give it it's so good so funny i'll watch it tomorrow yeah it is amazing everyone should watch it extraordinary you hear that guys extraordinary yep before we get to uh blood quantum i have a little bit of news oh i don't really like doing news but like this news really pissed me off uh-oh did you look at our instagram do you even look at our instagram you i haven't been, been on, i haven't been on instagram in like three days yeah i noticed that. sometimes i get like anxiety going on for some reason just too many people to respond to i get you um but they're doing a borderlands video game okay and first they got eli roth to direct it ooh. so i'm already pissed i fucking what do you mean ooh? i fucking hate eli roth Yo, he's so sexy though i don't care <laughs> fucking f- he never like grew up past being like a 21 year old frat boy still I hate that sexy dude. his movies suck i don't i don't understand you think all of his movies suck cabin fever is okay but why'd they redo it oh yeah see that's another reason he he read had his own movie redone like shot for shot basically and like word for word with just different actors and it, and it yeah and it hasn't even been out a dec a decade yet i don't think and he like remade it when did that come out 2002 was the first one yeah it hasn't even been a decade since it's been out wait didn't he do hostile yeah i like that movie you don't like hostile no i think it's stupid okay well i, think I don't understand stupid. why everyone the first one's good likes these movies they're, they're just uh it's just like yeah fucking and drugs and alcohol like, those are all uh, things that we enjoy weed yeah but it's like this over the top like fair i hate it green inferno fuck, oh i hate that green yeah uh, that was gross We've just got the, the munchies and yeah she's shitting it like that, that movie was what was is gross it's terrible I'm sorry if you like Eli Roth and you a like A lot of people do. You're going to offend I everybody. I don't mind Cabin Fever. Well, I can have my opinion. I don't care. I give a shit if my I like opinion him offends in, anyone. I like him in Inglorious Bastards. He is good in that. That's why I think he's so sexy. I don't know. His acting. I would, I would be a much bigger fan of his acting than his directing. Because he was great in that movie. You ever wonder why he looks like naked? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. All the time. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> I, I dislike Eli Roth the same way a lot of people dislike Rob Zombie. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people there's who don't like him. a lot of hatred. And it's for similar reasons. I just think that he's just hacky. And, and I actually like Rob Zombie. That's fair. I like like three or four Rob Zombie movies. I, but, like, uh, I like almost all of them. I even thought 31 was fun. Dude, I fucking love 31. I didn't think it was a good movie, but I had, no. I had a blast watching it. It was definitely it. fun. Yeah. Um, and I like the. I'm gonna Halloween. watch that next week. I, I like the 31. Halloween re- remake. I thought it was. I good. only like the first one. I don't like the second. The uh, second one. one was bizarre. It made no sense. Yeah. But House of Thousand Corpses and the Devil Rejects are like top horror movies for me. I love yeah, those two. I love House of a Thousand Corpses. Did you see Three from Hell? I have not yet. I. It's on Shutter. Look, brace yourself. My least favorite Rob <gasps> Zombie movie is The no! Devil's Rejects. I don't understand that movie. I don't get it. I mean, it's fun and like, you know, Bill Mosley is like, he kills it yeah. and like the dialogue is good. That movie just confuses all of my feelings. Okay. Well, Cause yeah, because like, they want you to root for them. I'm not rooting for them. I am. <laughs> I'm not like, they're horrible people. I know. I love that movie. That movie's so good. And I think good. they're cool and they're like, they're like, you, you're supposed to hate this cop that's like chasing them. It's like, I I don't hate the cop. He's trying. He's supposed to be the bad guy, but he's like avenging his brother, the other cop's death. I, I don't get it. It just it confu. It confuses me. I like I like all the stuff that other people like in it. You know, like I said, like Bill Mosley's character yeah. and Sherry Zombie's like really great in it. I thought 
and the whole family and like the action and the yeah. blood. I like all that, but in the end, I, I, I've seen it like three times. I just always come away from like confused. Like, who, uh, y- you're trying so hard to get yeah. me to like this family up until the very end when they're playing Freebird. Well, I and disagree. They're like driving into the thing. It's like, what? All right, but question Do you ever wonder what Rob Zombie looks like again? <laughs> Rob Zombie, yes. <laughs> that he's clearly okay, tattoos. Me too, yeah. Anyway, All I right. want to know if his dreads go down to his penis. I wonder if his pubic hair is also dreads. It's also dreads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He like pulls his pants down and just looks like his head. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like I'm picturing like his face is down there. like another face. What? He has, he has his face <laughs> tattooed <laughs> on his penis. Why and not? Then <laughs> his pubes are. <laughs> his dreads, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I think, yeah, I think, I think Slash probably does that too. Imagine like a little like another top hat on him. <laughs> yeah, that's a little top hat, rubber banded to it. Ew. Anyway, this is getting out of hand. Um, oh, there there was another thing that I posted. Uh, a little bit of news too. They are already making a Murder Hornets movie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, they like slapped it together. I can see that. I'm probably not gonna watch it. Though. Oh, I'm gonna watch the shit out of it. The cover looks insane. You think it's gonna be good or like a sci-fi? Look up the cover for it. Oh no, I think it's gonna be a trash movie. But I like trash movies. <laughs> you guys, did, you guys ever, did you watch Philosopaster? Yes, I did. I don't think Michael did. I think he fell asleep. I like those kind of movies. Oh, so shoot. Silly. Doesn't it look cool? The, eye, the, the horn out of Ow, eye. This called, sting will be your yeah, last. It's called Angry, uh, Angry, Angry Asian, Asian Murder yeah. Hornets. That's messed up. What? Ew, that's gross. That's what they are. They're Asian murder hornets. Yeah, yeah. They're gross. Yeah, they are gross. And oh man, infiltrating we might, America. might have to watch it. This oh, cover yeah. is gross. I love it. Yeah, I'm definitely watching it. <laughs> this show. show will be your last. <laughs> All right, anything else? No, that's it. Uh, let's get into uh, Blood Quantum. 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 Sorry. All right, here's the trailer for Blood Quantum. Quantum. I lost track of the time. Did you get bit? This planet we're on is so sick of our shit. That's why the dead keep coming back to life. You're immune. I'm not. What if my baby isn't either? I so wanted the baby to eat out of her. <laughs> but that doesn't matter. Spoiler. Yeah. Bad. I think it would have upset a lot of people. There was already a gross Oh, well, we're gonna talk about that. Oh, later. yeah, we are. <laughs> I heard that you could cure bites here. Ain't nobody immune here but us. One of them could come in here and infect this entire camp. Behind you! You wanna live? Says we're immune. Looks at humble. I went down. Sui looks sick. Ew. Hello, nine one one. I'd like to report a disturbance. <laughs> you started it. Saying build up. 
All right, that was a trailer for Blood Quantum. And here is the synopsis. The dead are coming back to life outside the isolated Mi'kmaq, I hope I said that right, reserve of Red Crow, except for its indigenous inhabitants who are strangely immune to the zombie plague. Yep. There's some other family drama in it too, but... We'll get to that. Uh, Crew and cast, this was directed by Jeff Barnaby and written by Jeff Barnaby, who is an up-and-comer. He did one other movie um, called... I forgot what it was called, and I didn't write it down. Jeff Barnaby. He did. It was another, yeah. Uh, Rhymes for Young Wolves. Yeah. Which I think I'm going to check out. That's a fun name. What? Rhymes for Young Ghouls. Indeed. Hmm. 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 Uh... Yeah, he wrote and directed this. Here's the cast. Michael Gray Eyes, Ellie Maisha Tailfeathers, Forrest Goodluck, Kiowa Gordon, Olivia Scriven, Stonehorse Lone Goman, Brandon Oaks, William Ballou, Devery Jacobs, Gary Farmer, Felicia Shulman, Lake Delisle, Trevor Hayes, Mark Asiniwi, Natalie Leconti, Silvano Harvey, and Sebastian Balduke. And I, one of these dudes, I read, I was reading... Um, some stuff on this movie. Uh, one of them was in Revenant, and I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it? And the it mentioned. It might have been the, the main, main guy. Yeah. Maybe I'm looking it up. Nope, not him. Maybe it's the old guy. Let's go through all of these <laughs> people. Maybe it was Forrest Goodluck. No, he's just a kid. Yeah, he oh, was. Oh, did in he Revenant, play? Yeah. He was. He, he played was his punk. son. Yeah. He played his son. Well, That's shit. right. That is right. Revenant was a cool ass movie. Oh yeah, I saw it in theaters. Yeah, me too. It was good. It was a dope. Ugh, that bear attack scene, man. That was rough. I'm just, you know, Leo appreciation put not <laughs> 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 Um all right. Uh there's synopsis, cast, crew. What are your thoughts? Okay. Blood quantum. Let's talk about it. <laughs> That's um, what we're here for. Shut up. <laughs> for the most part, I really, really, really like this movie. Okay. Um the there could have been well, we'll get to dislikes. I feel like for the most part when we stayed on the fact with the zombies and the, uh, they're fast so i actually kind of like that the term. fast zombies yeah i kind of like that change because you know it makes it more intense and exciting so there's definitely like on the edge of your seats like parts here uh the drama could be less but you know families what can you do yeah some of it was oh yeah but Overall, Kinda. I thought the movie was really entertaining. There was a great amount of gore, so I was like, you know, really paying attention for that. It's pretty much it. Cool. Because we'll get to the likes and dislikes. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll jump into it. Um, I liked it. It has a lot of problems. Fair. I had I took I took aught with uh, several Alt. things in this movie. Um, but for being like for being a movie, um, in a genre that's just been like beat over the oh, fucking head. Oh, it really head. has, yeah. When I read it was a zombie movie, I kind of... I didn't know how to feel because I haven't seen a zombie movie in a while. Has mm-hmm. any zombie movies come out in like... The last thing I saw was Zombieland 2. Yeah, that was like the last thing that's come out in a while. We got a little bit of a break, so I wasn't that like worried about it. It wasn't like, come on, what's another fucking zombie movie? I was kind of like, all right, I haven't seen one in a while. Um, so that being said, um, I, I liked it. It was... It, it put its own little spin on it mm-hmm. um, with the Indians being, uh, ooh, sorry, Native Americans being. You're going to say indigenous people. Indigenous people being uh, uh, immune. Um, so that was kind of cool. Uh, there's a lot of allegory in this movie, and um, Jeff Barnaby, like, doesn't make any bones about it. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is 
blatant allegory. This is, you know, um, about prejudice and mm-hmm. the ill feelings between the Native Americans and white people yeah. and, like, the government stuff. Uh, and he actually, uh, I got a little blurb from um, an interview that he was in. He says, it's not just a film, it's a political action to flip the switch and go, the land that we deemed worthless, the res that we stuck you on, reservoir, mm-hmm. reservation, sorry, that is now the safest place in the world. Whereas we pushed you away from the heart of our communities, whereas, we're, sorry, whereas we pushed you away from the heart of our communities, now we're seeking entrance into yours, he said. This idea that colonial history has been reenacted subversively is a message that even the most non-political, non-socially informed person will understand mm-hmm. right away. So yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, that's exactly what this movie is. He's like, you know, because he's a Native American yeah. too. Well, I think that's well done. And, I think, uh, you know. Yeah, and it's cool. It's cool to see that. Um, it, you know, I've never seen like a Native American zombie movie before. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I feel like it's it's kind of important. So very cool. I do like it. Like I said, we'll talk about the problems I have. Um, but for, you know. For being a zombie movie, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty fresh take and I thought it was pretty good. Recommend. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. All right. So what's the like? Okay. So what did I like? There's <coughs> plenty of things. I thought visually it it's appealing. They did a lot of good with the lights and the scenery and the opening scene with the guy and the fishes. Yes. Yes. And that's the fishes o- that's just start, on my list. You know, like flobbing back and forth and it's like, oh, that it yeah the beginning was so unique it really set like, uh, yeah. the movie for me i was like i'm gonna like yeah, this. I, I hope th- it doesn't disappoint i think i said the same thing i was like this is cool maybe yeah. this will be something new and it and it, for the most part pretty much was i mean a lot of stuff that happens has happened in a million other zombie movies but, yes of course I mean, all right and then like yeah. you said with the situation with the indigenous people and the white people i actually do like that they do that and that is a theme and premise for this movie because mm. you know that is that is something that you know is it's a topic in the world like it's something that you know has been going on forever where i'm not native american so i can't speak for them but you know what i mean yeah like white people suck (laughs) didn't you think you were native american my family (laughs) my (laughs) what is those you know those white people who are like oh no we're part native american indian blah 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 and then like i was like i don't know this doesn't make any sense and i went and took a 23 and me test this is so funny and no zero (laughs) percent yeah please stop and then my family was like no we don't believe that i'm like bitch dna doesn't (laughs) lie (laughs) oh my goodness have you not seen mari i remember when you got it done and you've said that since i've known you like you've said it a couple of times like well i have cherokee in me no i don't think i said cherokee specifically because i don't know what it is i swear you said cherokee no you didn't say cherokee i probably didn't oh well you said something you must have just said native american but you said that to me before. Yeah, because that's what I was always told. And like you have black hair and like I was just like, okay. I'm Italian. Yeah. Like Very Italian. <laughs> yeah, so I thought yeah. that was so fucking funny. When you look like, oh, I'm not a Native American. And but like I'm cool. Like I can accept that, but apparently the rest of my family cannot. That's so weird. They're w- crazy. That's so yes. weird. That's just how my family is. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So there was a scene the gore. You know, it's not over the top, but there is a good amount of it. It's well done. Uh, there is one scene that uh, we're always going to talk about where there's a <laughs> woman with like a infant baby infant. Oh, you're talking about that shit. Yes. Yeah, no, we'll get to the other oh one too. Oh my God. But dude. like, oh, and it's like. They went there. 
dude uh, she drops it oh and it's like she's holding it and like part of it's like coming off yeah like, she oh ate, it's so yeah she, she ate the baby ate her baby it was so gross yeah, but was, like i love that scene i was like yes this is what i want eat this that is what baby. i came here for <laughs> this gross scene that's gonna be like oh no this is not for anybody yeah okay so i did say i like that the zombies are fast for a change because you know it's makes it so much more terrifying yeah, they're fast in a lot of movies world war z 20 days later that's like two movies all right you're right i just feel like it's <laughs> slow like all the classics they're just like yeah. well, walking around dead snow. downtown dead snow they're fast okay thanks <laughs> okay anyways <laughs> and then there is a scene towards three. the <laughs> there is a scene towards the end where so the main young guy the son his girlfriend is pregnant his white female lady friend yeah it's having a baby and there's a scene where they do get out and they're on a boat him his mother and her but she's been bitten the girlfriend so yeah. she's having the baby and so he lets her hold the baby for a minute and she like has like a head about herself to say like no take the baby back i don't yeah. want anything to happen and then you know he has to kill her and oh my gosh this is the saddest scene ever it was very sad but the way they do it with the water in the bag uh -huh. and just it's just shot so well and like re you really feel it like i was like about to start crying i agree i felt that too so i feel like there was a lot of moments in this movie where you do feel it like had a lot of heart yes <laughs> it pulls on your heartstrings it does so there's a lot they're scary they're sad it tugs on them oh yes <laughs> <laughs> so anyways that's It'll what i give like your heartstrings a tug oh. job <laughs> oh i don't know what that is can you draw me a picture <laughs> anyways so that's mostly what i like about it okay cool um, I'm with you. I thought all the ghouls, the gore in it was very cool. Um, people getting ripped in half. Ooh, yes. People going into snowblowers with the giant like grinding Dude. gears at the bridge. The deaths were so well done. Uh, Lysol's dick getting eaten. That's what he <laughs> that gets. So fucking crazy. Um, also, who who names themselves Lysol? Oh yeah, that was so bad. I know that wasn't your name. Lysol. That was dumb. Um. Uh. Yeah, the intest. I already said that. The chief at the end being ripped apart also kind of gets you in the heartstrings. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the gore is a plenty in this movie, and it doesn't stop. Like, it's just very gory, and I loved all of it. I think there could be more. More uh, gore. I don't think there could have been in the yes. movie. It was all pretty. All the gores. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were being serious for <laughs> a second. Gore. <laughs> you want <laughs> Al Gore in this movie? <laughs> I'll even take Al Gore. No, I agree. Gore is perfect. Yeah, and that's really... If you're on the fence about watching it and you, you know, because I've, I've seen some mixed reviews, uh, the gore will satisfy any problem this movie has yes. really because there's some problems. But the the allegory and the heart that it had and the gore really like fill in the patches where it's not so good. And it makes it a very likable movie. Uh, the sword wielding grandpa was awesome. <laughs> I loved him. Yes. Oh, that scene. I thought he was so cool where uh, he sacrifices himself. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of self-sacrifice in this movie. Um, I didn't like, was he half like Japanese or something? He like, <laughs> he had a samurai yeah, sword. Yeah, he was like a samurai. <laughs> he was a badass. He was probably my favorite character. I thought he was super cool. Yeah. That's um, so I also liked. So well done. Yeah. I, I liked the, uh, the really creative intro like you did with the mm -hmm. fish. I thought that was very cool. I liked all the animated stuff too. Yes, Gave it this like comic yeah. booky feel. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was in cool. Between, uh -huh. Yeah, in between. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most most of the stuff I like in this movie. Most of it works. And uh, I guess is there anything else before that's, we get to what's not to like? No, that's everything that I like. All right, what's not to like? 
my list isn't very long because honestly the gore and the kills held up for me but i feel like there was too much family drama agreed too much angsty teenage bullshit like i understand that they don't want to let the white people in you know they can be infected you can't trust them but like between like the two i guess they're, i don't think they're brothers maybe half brothers they were half brothers yeah like all the bullshit with them it was just because i guess he had a white girlfriend he letting all the white people in he's like I don't know. It just felt at some points it's like, get over it. Like, just move on. They're dragging this out. The dad drama. Like, yeah, just much of that where I'm kind of like, all right, well, these spots are dragging out. They're boring. Let's get to the next scene. But mostly that's what I want. There's a lot of self-sacrifice in this movie. Like, I understand the grandpa, but like also the dad. And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, it seems kind of pointless because he's already having like not the grandpa, but the dad. He's already having like tension with his family and then he sacrifices himself i guess it's like supposed to be redeeming but i'm already like mad at him for all the tension with the family (laughs) so i didn't feel the sacrifice but it's pretty much mostly it for me um that's that's oh (laughs) there is where the those three people come in well the one they kill the little girl or whatever but they don't check. They just say, hey, do you have any bites? Oh, yeah. And she that, says, no. You would strip bugged. her down and I check her I said that while we, while we were watching the movie. I was like, they're not going to check her? Right? I would not be offended <laughs> if I had to get naked take for Take her that. word for it? That's Honestly, that's it. That pissed me off. Yeah, that made me a little that, upset, like, too. That, like, because, like, they would have been fine if they didn't do that. Yeah. Dumbasses. So is that it? Yep. Um, What do I not like? I'm with you. I didn't think that some of the writing was very good with the family stuff. It felt very, like, mm, not well written and kind of, mm-hmm. like, a lot of it didn't work. It just, it was just bad it writing. It was just there to be there. Yeah. And, it, yeah, it didn't, it wasn't compelling or anything. It was kind of annoying, like you said. So, I didn't really like some of the writing. Um, and uh, the biggest issue that I take with this movie Uh-oh. is the acting. Okay. The acting in this is pretty awful. Who did you think was the worst? Oh, I thought the dad was the worst, the chief. I thought he was a terrible actor. A lot of people said that on the review. Yeah, the acting is just kind of atrocious. This movie would have probably if there if it, it might not have even felt so clunky with the drama mm-hmm. if the acting had been good. Like if they were like selling the okay. characters and the drama and stuff. But they're all just really terrible. And like there is no emotion. Yeah, it's very in, flat. In the son, the the younger son, not Lysol, but the other brother. What's yeah. his name? Oh, Joey. I don't know. <laughs> jo- Joey. We'll call him Joseph. Jo- oh, Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, you were right. You just hit your, <laughs> hit your chair. Yeah. Fuck this chair. Like he just mumbles every line yeah. and doesn't show any emotion whatsoever and yeah i think that's what really hurt that part too like part of it was the writing and part of it was just like the delivery the only person that i thought did a good job acting was the mom uh what's her name something feathers was her last name okay well whoever remember. yeah his his estranged wife his divorcee wife the nurse yes i thought she did a good job i thought she was the only one in this movie that acted good at all she was cute too she was <laughs> um but yeah that's pretty much all i don't like 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 i said some of the writing is isn't there and that's, some of the acting yeah. is that's true because when his girlfriend was blah. like i'm pregnant i don't know if i should get an abortion he's like okay yeah he's just like and dude for the first the whole opener like where where all the drama's happening and you're learning everything yeah. everyone is mumbling 
their lines and i couldn't understand oh i had, I had subtitles I, turned, I had to turn on the subtitles like yeah. what the fuck are you saying speak up i like, had them like, on like, too. Oh, 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 oh. i might stuff. not have noticed though because i always have subtitles on because uh, i'm old yeah you wouldn't notice it like like i did i'm like so old that's oh, terrible you're like the oldest person in the world thank you <laughs> and wise mm. fuck off mm. <laughs> that's my just, wisdom for the day just because you wear glasses doesn't make you wise but i need them to see <laughs> Can't see without his glasses. <laughs> Too soon, murder hornets. Uh, oh, I, I left out the chainsaw kill. That was fun. Chainsaw mm-hmm. to the back of the head. Yeah. That's that's the point where I was like, fuck yes. Like, as long as they keep doing stuff like this yeah. and they stay away from the bad acting, I'm down. And that's pretty much what they did. So I was like, okay, you're making me forget that you're all terrible actors and <laughs> there's not some good writing with all of the fucking kills and yeah. blood and splatter. And yeah. overall, okay. I would watch this again. I would too. That's not my favorite zombie movie. Agreed. What is your favorite zombie movie? Return of the Living Dead. Nice. Second like favorite for me. I love Twenty Eight Days Later. Well, yeah, you talk about that nonstop. On I this love that podcast. movie. This is the Twenty Eight Days Later Appreciation Podcast. I like that alive a lot too. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Um. Anything else? No, I recommend it though. So. Forsaken Cinema recommends Blood Quantum. Watch it. Shutter. Watch it. Oh yeah, it's on Shutter. Yes. Cool. Yeah. You can just go on there and you can you can watch just it. Do a little watchy watch. You can just turn on turn on your TV and then watch this movie. Okay. On, if you if you have Shutter, we recommend that you watch it and Shutter. Okay. Recommend sh- you can. I'm you leaving. Can <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, we are talking about Tales from the Dark Side. Bum, I'm bum, Tales bum. From the we'll be right back with some links from Melissa. That's me. <laughs> Here is where you can find us. Instagram and Facebook at Forsaken Cinema. We have an email you can contact us at at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. So if you want to make some suggestions, drop a line, uh, hit us up there. You can download us and subscribe and rate review at all of your podcast listening sources. So please do so. Uh, Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, and share. Thank you. All right. This is the trailer for... Tales from the Dark Side. Bum, bum, bum. Stephen King, originator of Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Arthur Conan Doyle, author of Sherlock Holmes. What are you doing? Michael McDowell, Just agree. creator oh. of Beetlejuice. <laughs> George Romero, director of Night of the Living Dead. Now, these four masters of everlasting horror bring to the screen four tales of overwhelming terror. (laughs) I warned them, but they wouldn't listen. Tales of diabolical fate. You promised you'd never die! Tales of ghastly revenge. Grow, O light. Rise, O light. There he is. O light, open his eyes. Tales of ruthless evil. That cat has killed three people in this household. I don't believe this. Kill it, bury it, and bring me its tail. Tales from the dark side. Well, that just about takes care of that, doesn't it? Come, live the nightmare of your choice. (laughs) Tales 
from the dark side. <laughs> the movie. Oh. All right. That was a trailer. All right. Well, here's the short as heck synopsis. Okay. A young boy tells three stories of horror to distract a witch with plans to eat him. Yep. That was it. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll talk about the synopsis of the other films as we go along. Uh, crew and cast. This was directed by John Harrison. Uh, it was written by, as you already heard, Michael McDowell, who did um, Night Before Christmas, Beetlejuice, and Thinner. Uh, he was writ- wrote on all those movies. Arthur Conan Doyle, who wrote Sherlock Holmes and a ton of Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yeah. Michael McDowell, uh, Stephen King, and George Romero. If you don't know who the Wait, last Wait, why two, do they have Michael McDowell in here twice? Huh? Because he wrote the screenplay for Lot 249. Gotcha. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Fair. That's why. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cast. Debbie Harry. Uh, Blondie, yeah, Blondie. Uh, she was the main chick in Videodrome too. She was in Body Bags. She was like the nurse in one of the. Oh, was she? Yeah, I haven't seen Body Bags. The one with the the guy's got the hair implant. She's the nurse. Oh, she is. Yeah. Ah. All right. Small world. Yeah. (laughs) Little people. David Forrester, Matthew Lawrence, Christian Slater. Hey, Slater. Christian Slater. Uh, We're not related. Sorry. Oh yeah, her maiden name is. Slater. Slater. So we could still mac it, Christian. Robert Sedgwick, Steve Buscemi. Ooh. You've been hearing about him all episode. That's Bay. <laughs> Donald Van Horn, Michael Deke, Julianne Moore. This was her debut film. Yes. George Goodall, Kathleen Chalfant, Ralph Morero, David Johansson. Um, who, uh, he's the old guy. Mm-hmm. And he did... Um, the voice in Nightmare yeah, Before Christmas. They, uh, this, I do the cast. <laughs> Um, Paul Greeno, William Hickey. I'm sorry, William Hickey was the voice, not uh, David Johansson. You know. Oh uh, yeah, that's the guy trying to kill the cat. Yeah. Uh, David Johansson was a. Uh, he's like a, a musician or mm-hmm. something. Um, and he was also in Scrooged. He was the taxi driver in yeah, Scrooged during the first the first ghost that he sees. Um. I don't want to read the rest of these. Yeah, there's a lot of names. so many. Let's just get to it. Oh, oh, I did want to say James Remar is uh, in the last segment. And he is, you don't watch Dexter, so you don't know. But he is from the Warriors, so fight me. That's true. But yeah, he's he's Harry in Dexter, which you wouldn't know anything about. (laughs) Well, forgive me. It still blows my mind that you never watched that show. I'll try it again eventually. I got a long list. All right. I'm not going to read the rest of them. Let's just uh, get into personal thoughts. Yes. This is the second movie. Please yep. tell me so what you I'll think. Go, I'll go first. <laughs> um, first off, I saw this movie when I was very young. I saw this. I saw it. And I read scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh-huh. All within a couple months span of each other in fourth grade. And I didn't sleep in fourth grade like <laughs> at all. So with this one, I mean, it scares the shit out of me. It scared the shit out of me. Um, but this one, I don't remember a lot of the movie, but I remember the mummy segment. Like, oh, yeah. really freaked me the fuck out when I was a kid. I lost a lot of sleep over that dude. Um, so, yeah. It was funny. I was, thinking about, I was thinking about that time, too, in fourth grade and shit. And Leprechaun had come out around the same time in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he was telling me about the second one or the first one. 
But I remember in fourth grade, a friend of mine telling me that he had watched this movie called Leprechaun. And it was like the first time I had heard about Leprechaun. Like, yeah, it was uh, that was a good year for me. Fourth, fourth, grade. fourth grade. It was like 90. Well, I would have been 10. So it was like 94. How did you manage? Because your parents weren't, hmm? weren't. Your parents definitely didn't let you do that. Oh, yeah. I watched all these. I watched it um, on like a Sunday afternoon. My dad used to work swing shift. Uh-huh. And so he would sleep all day. Your dad was a swinger? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was in the military, asshole. So not a swinger? What no. Is the- I don't think that my parents were swingers. Pretty sure they weren't. Very conservative. Most conservative people. I don't know. With a mustache like that. <laughs> he does have a mighty mustache. <laughs> all right. Sorry about that. <laughs> Melissa was nice enough to get me a pillow for this old man and this thrown out back. And now I can concentrate on what I'm saying and not thinking about how much pain I'm in. Um, what was I saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> you were talking about your mark. thoughts on this movie. Yeah, I think, oh yeah, I was just saying early, early 90s horror is just like so much fun. Um, I don't think that the genre did very well in the 90s. Fair. But like the early 90s had some really great stuff. Um, like this, and this is, you know, there was some great anthology movies oh, yeah, that came out. certainly. There was this. We already talked about body bags, cat's eye, mm-hmm. two evil eyes, which also had a cat story in it. Really like cats in the nineties. Yeah. Uh, Creep Show. Actually, this was supposed to be Creep Show three. Oh, I read that. Yeah, it was supposed to be the the sequel, but a bunch of shit happened and it ended up not not being that. Either way, it's awesome. You know, we would enjoy it either way. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it for my <laughs> initial feelings. Okay. Well, I don't remember watching it in fourth grade, but also you were like 10 and I was like zero. So That's true. What? Nah. <laughs> I'm not 10 years older than you. I was waiting to see how long it took me to catch <laughs> one. Um, no, I remember watching it as a teenager. I definitely seen it so, so many times. Because when we were watching it, I was watching it again for the podcast. I was like, I just watched this like two weeks ago. Like, I love this movie. I love every segment of this movie. I, fr- I remember watching it as a kid and like this the cat one like wasn't my favorite and like i hated that that cat like the kill scene with the cat yeah oh which is like so gross like i it's hated so that awesome. and then like, when i rewatched it i'm like oh my god that might be my favorite segment uh-huh. like so thoughts great well done like practical effects makeup whatever like yeah 90s so it probably wasn't that a i don't know popular than like you stated but it's awesome now, and the the cast is like pretty well known now. Solid too. cast, solid. Yeah. Steve Buscemi, especially also yeah, especially Steve the first Buscemi. Segment. And I don't know if you heard, but Steve Buscemi <laughs> is in this movie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. Please Wait, call you're me. You're not Steve. kidding. He is. He please, is in the movie. Please call me Steve. Anyways, <laughs> the, this movie has like some like you know like creep show esque. Like there's a little bit of like light cheese. It's not the cheese uh. isn't strong. It's light. <laughs> there's good dialogue. The cheese isn't so big. Uh, yeah, the cheese is medium cheese i think there's some great dialogue <laughs> and cheese. some funny moments so overall this movie is one that i'm going to watch over and over and over yeah. and over and over and over again i have seen this movie so many times Dude, and yeah. i had a similar experience too like i remember the mummy segment like, that was always my favorite being my favorite yeah. when i was a kid and like it's scared like i said it scared the shit out of me this time watching and since then it it's it's the gargoyle it's the lover's oh, vows the yeah. end one for me now 
See, like, I think totally it's my least flopped. favorite now, but I still love it. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. I just yeah. don't. It's like my least favorite. I get giddy whenever it the would last be one tied comes with on. Lot 249, but I think because Steve Buscemi's in nope, it, it yeah. pushes it over. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. I'm sorry. This really is the Steve Buscemi appreciation. We need like a little counter episode. at the bottom for how many times I say Steve Buscemi, babe, <laughs> our Lord and Savior, you know, all our of that. Our Lord and Savior, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> But like I said, I, there's nothing really negative for me to say about this movie. All right. I think we should do each individual segment. Okay. Um, what's to like and maybe what's not to like. Are you, are you? Do you really have anything like what's not to like? I have like one thing with one segment. I have like one thing with the first segment and one thing with the last segment. That's All right. It. Let's just go through our thoughts on like each segment. So La 249, the mummy segment, the first one. Uh, so this was Steve Buscemi's 18th movie. I didn't realize he had been working so much. He's a, been in my man's a working so man. Much he is a working man. He's a working man. Yeah, I was a little surprised because I thought this was going to be like what is this like third fourth movie, and it was like his 18th movie. <laughs> um, I also love Steve Buscemi. Not like I but do. But yeah, for probably a myriad of different reasons. <laughs> um, what happened to Christian Slater? Where did he go? Well, because he was really big in the 90s. He did Heather's, what else? Did he, Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, and then he like disappeared. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what he's, he's coming back. He's doing something. I saw him somewhere. He's doing something soon, if you want to look that up. Yeah, I'm going to look up. Because, yeah, you know, he us like, Slater's he like, stay together. <laughs> <laughs> he like didn't make it out of the 90s. He's doing Dr. Death, a TV series. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, yes. I saw that somewhere. We did a TV series called Dirty John, which is like a true crime. He was in Mr. Robot. Maybe we just don't watch the stuff he's in. Maybe. Because he's still in stuff all. He was huge, and now he's not. Like uh, I forgot he did his uh, like his own character Slater in Archer. He did the voice of Slater. Oh really? Yeah, and then I remember he was like hilarious. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, he's been in stuff this entire time. It's just stuff I guess we're not interested in. Just small in. stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I, apologize. I, 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 yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I just I didn't look it up. I just yeah, I figured you would. So I was like, what happened? Because I liked him a lot, man. He was great. He was in Face Off, right? Him and John Travolta. It was Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage and John Travolta. Yeah, so much. No, God. which one am I thinking of? Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow. Yes, yeah. yeah, so meatball. 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 Come here. Oh. Somebody at the door? I probably the male, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Um and as I mentioned, this is Julianne Moore's first movie. Good for her. Good for her. The uh the scene with the um the wire hanger in the oh, nose oh yeah that was With that the, was yeah that the, was the guy lee yeah. i think his name was. that was the scene that like really made me afraid of the zombie and like there's a scene where he's in the stairwell and anytime oh, i put that down yeah, yeah anytime i was in a hallway anywhere and it was dark outside or i was alone i would yeah. think of that mummy like coming out and grabbing me <laughs> uh what about you Oh, all of that. Uh, obviously, the all-star cast, which is obviously not all-star back then, I guess, but they're people that we know now, and they're incredible. And Steve Buscemi, okay, I won't say his name anymore. All right, with Steve Buscemi, <laughs> Jesus. But uh, there's some, well, uh, the way some things were shot and directed, like when he's opening the Lot 249, like, wooden box, and they, like, shoot, like, fast shots of, like, certain, like, parts of it. You don't see him doing it. It's just, like, shot, 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 shot of, like, the items. Like, it's like the box and then the, the sarcophagus and like, you uh, know what I mean? You uh, know. What are you talking about? The way they shot the scene of him opening the box. No, he's not ringing a bell here. No. Okay. Anyways, moving on. I know he gets the crowbar and he just like opens it no, up and he but gets. Like, 
they show him get the crowbar and start opening it and then like the when it's being opened they don't show him exactly opening it they like do like oh little shots okay and it's cool it's i'm sorry i missed that and then the scene where christian slater is going down the steps and the mommy's coming up the other steps in the stairwell and then he like his phone's ringing and you're just like oh gosh what's gonna happen yeah and he just knocks him over yeah the way that no i mean like when the mommy's coming back from killing the first guy with the hanger Uh uh-huh and then christian slater's about to go out and he's like going down the steps and then his phone starts ringing so it said he turns around so he doesn't run into the mummy at all. Oh, okay. So yeah. that shot, I like love that. Oh, and when the mummy does anything, he's moving, there's constant dust coming off of him. Yeah. I, it's those little <laughs> things that I love, like the dirt and the dust just like coming off of yeah, him. Yeah, that's cool. So I love that they added that. What else? Obviously, the deaths all around were great. I like the way they keep it to the you know history of the mummy like the nose with the brain yeah, coming out yeah they kept and then everything. he like julian moore's character when he like cuts her open and shoves the flowers yeah, in her shoves back the flowers. Gross. i love it yeah, i think that is cool. like well done well thought out and that's pretty much it for a lot 249 i love everything i love steve buscemi okay <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah it's it's a good segment um all right i don't really have anything else to say about it we can move on to the next one the cat from hell and i love this yes. segment um you'd probably love to have a murder cat wouldn't you how do you know i don't already that's true do you like lure you would like lure people in here and the crumbs would eat them and then yeah crumbs would jam himself down their throats yeah. <laughs> uh yeah that scene is amazing yes like the cat going in and then the cat coming out are both disgusting and awesome yeah, seriously. Ugh. Yeah, so good. Um, <laughs> the people in this house. They're so what ridiculous. The fuck is going on with They're them? all like stuck in the 20s because yeah, she's that, like yeah. dressed like a flat. That's what I said. Did they make all their money in the 30s? Like, yeah. <laughs> just these rich, weird, old white people. Well, they people. said they're like rich, miserable old yeah. people. So. Um, yeah, they're all acting. They're all acting over the top and like. That's what I love. Um. The overacting in this is great by um, um, the two the two guys in this William Hickey and mm-hmm. David Johansson. Yeah, they are hamming it up, especially David Johansson. Oh, yeah. He is like acting so far over the top. It's so funny. Like when he's telling himself, he's like, "Don't get hot." Yeah, I heard Don't that get was like kind of like, improvised. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's so silly. And I think this one was largely supposed to because I laughed all the way through. Oh yeah, you laugh all the way through this one because the characters are so ridiculous and the whole situation is crazy, and it just ends up being like so funny. And uh, yeah, I don't know if this is my. This might be my. I might like this more than the. I like the gargoyle section segment mostly for the effects and the gore. Uh huh. But like the cat, the cat one is really funny and like really likable. I like the whole concept that like it's this demon cat that's come back to like exact revenge. Yes, because because of their, the old people yeah. make all their money on this pharmaceutical company, and which is basically he says uh, the gangster dude, the the hitman says, um, you know that's that stuff is like one step above like street junk. Yes, and it like kills a lot of people. And it's, but they made tons and tons of money off it, and they developed it by testing it on cats. And he said they killed over five thousand cats. Yes, revenge cat. And so, yeah, this is a demon revenge cat. I love that concept. And that's so fucking funny. Like, I love it. It's so ridiculous. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think I might like this one the best for the story and just the uh, what it is. Um, what else? Uh, the pills that they made were developed here in New Jersey, so they're oh, killing wow. cats here in New Jersey. Well, crumbs is gonna, you know, <laughs> if this were real. Yeah. Um, I like, <laughs> I like that the the hitman doesn't ever really seem to take this situation seriously yeah. at all. Like well. the cat, like slices his shoulder open and he's, he's still like i'm gonna go play some pool like dude this cat is obviously like you wouldn't start to think like maybe what this guy is saying is true yeah but this gangster's just like i've never blown a hit and this is just a cat like that cat just ripped you open <laughs> and you you're still just not taking this seriously i thought that was funny um yeah he just starts playing pool he and then, well, he's, he starts getting serious when the, the cat almost rips his dick off. That's when he's like, all right, maybe I should start taking this seriously. And that's when he got his gun out and then he missed Demon Cat. Anyway. Demon Cat. How about you? Oh, well, I really like the cat vision. Yes, that so was you fun. See it, it's like, like Predator. In the eye, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, with the eyes of a cat and it's like like faded out around. Yeah. So your vision's like, yeah, I'm a cat looking at this. So I feel like a little rascal <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> cat pov yes and then when there's the chase scene where he's chasing the cat around the house and there's like this fun like music yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's definitely one of my favorite scenes uh the cat mouth through the body kill scene so is good so gross i remember this freaking me out so much as a kid yeah but i definitely love it i don't even remember it as a kid i think oh, that's all I, remember. I think i watched the rest of this movie just thinking about that mummy and i think i missed all the rest of it i was probably watching it and like looking over my shoulder the whole movie <laughs> <laughs> but yes yeah, so like what you said this segment is hilarious it's definitely my favorite out of the three it's uh yeah so funny the lines like he's just talking to this cat and he's like threatening it but it's not that serious no and the flashbacks i love the way they do the flashbacks and the ladies like trips over the cat down and says mind you uh they're saying the cat did that on purpose but the cats just walk in front of you when you're going up and down the steps all the time yeah. so well i think that's why he didn't really start to notice until yeah. the other dude died and then the the cat suffocates oh. the other lady oh that was like so ridiculous it, it looks so fake yeah yeah <laughs> it was so great though uh, and then, but like when the lady trips over the cat down the steps, and you hear like the crunch at the bottom yeah. of the steps. Ah, oh, I just love the little sound effect of that. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Wait, uh, Steve K Stephen King wrote this one. Uh, well, because he does have a lot of. Did Romero direct this one? Oh, let's see. It looks like they did this together. I yeah. think. So let's see here. I thought they both did this one. It just has Stephen writing King. credits for both. Oh of them yeah, here. Uh, he didn't direct. I, um, what's his name? John Harrison directed all of them. Yes. Uh, but yeah, they they co collaborated on the screenplay and the story. And Stephen King has a lot of. He has this. He has. He did Cat's Eye too. Uh -huh. Cat's Eye is a cool movie. Uh, That's why when the cat like came up to was like suffocate the lady i was like no the cat's there to protect her from getting her breath stolen no right. yeah that's that's <laughs> another that's another one i watched i watched cat's eye somewhere around the same time yes. but i think it was like a year later or something and that that little yeah gremlin troll thing that steals your breath that also scared the <laughs> shit out yes, of me yes i remember that very vividly I, yeah. oh. That's and why yeah. I was like, the cat's not going to, the cat's protecting her. No. Does the, does the, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Does the cat eat it? I, actually, I don't remember. I don't remember I just know all. the cat was there to, you know. To protect him. So. 
Um, what else? I think that's it from the cat from hell for yep. me. Yeah, I love the overacting a lot. Oh, so good. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Lover's Vow. Wah, you wah, you wah. can go first this time. All right, I actually don't have much to say about this one. It oh, was probably course. my least favorite. Don't let you go first I one. know. I think the gargoyles are really cute. You thought they were cute? Yes, I think they're adorable. They kind of remind me of Pumpkinhead a little bit. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. They've... Pumpkinhead's cute, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I do love the the story is a little eh to me because that's a bizarre way to meet somebody you fall in love with. But that'll be my one thing we'll talk about that I don't like. Um, I like he the main actor. I like him because I like him for the Warriors. But I like that he's going through the struggle with being an artist. And like a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Not me, though, because I'm not talented at anything. But Oh, that's not true. So what am I talented at, Chuck? I don't know, being spooky. Oh, thanks, <laughs> bud. Anyways, so I do like that. Something, right? Uh, and when he's in the bar just drinking every night, also relatable. And like he's like struggling and he's talking about like how Van Gogh and everyone, he was like, they didn't have agents. How did they? Yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, they died. Like, yes, dude, you got yeah. that right. Yeah. <laughs> so I do like that, the, you know, little banter. Um, I definitely like the way the gargoyle looks, as I said. And I love that fucking gargoyle. The gargoyle, the kill scene where the gargoyle kills the guy in the alleyway, the bartender. Rips his head off. Oh, my gosh. So good. Gnarly. Yeah, it was very gnarly. So I like that. Definitely like that. What else? Let's see here. Oh, I like the little gargoyle babies. <laughs> oh, that was the, the cutest it was thing. so ridiculous. Like, I don't know. They were just adorable. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And his art, it looked pretty good. <laughs> okay. Um, so this one's like the most serious, I think. There's like, yeah. n- there's like no real comedy in this. That's it's why like I don't like it. straight up, like, um, just horror. And I, I don't know anything about the making of this movie, really. I didn't really research anything. Um, but this had to have taken the most work, I think, because those gargoyles yeah. are awesome. So cute. <laughs> I didn't think they were cute. I thought they were pretty crazy oh, looking. Oh, they had those smiles. Um, yeah, the gargoyles look awesome. Dude, the transformation of her at the end. Oh. She's like, you said you'd never tell, you promised. And like, she rips out of her skin as the gargoyle. Yeah, and her wings are coming so out. So fucking cool. I love that so much. That's Dude, definitely, yeah. yeah. And just the practical effects in general in this segment, I think, are awesome. All the gore. There's definitely the most gore in this mm-hmm. one. Um, and yeah. And it involves... Mo- I think the reason that it was my favorite was because I'm a sucker for monsters. Like, anything yeah. with monsters yeah. in it, I'm going to like. And, you know, Mummy is a monster, but it's like... These are the monsters. that I like big, crazy dragon monsters and <laughs> people ripping out of skin and gore. and Yeah. Um... I get super nostalgic when I watch that whole scene, the transformation, because of because of that, the practical effects. It just makes me miss all like this movie just makes me miss the nineties and the eighties so much. Because everything's because CGI yeah, you now. don't see this shit anymore. Yeah. And people well, could be doing a great job now with all the innovations that we have. And like you could do something like like Slither is a great yes. example of mixing like practical effects and with the CGI. Void. And the void. Well, the void is purely practical oh, effects. Dude. There's no CGI. It's so. But good. even if you want to touch stuff up with CGI and like do composite work, like Slither did. Yeah. Like I don't understand why people aren't doing that more. It's it's so overwhelmingly CGI, and I just wish more people would do shit like this. You hear that? The thing remake. Oh my god! You fucking hear that? Don't get me. I don't know. Do you hear it? It's not going to be a remake. You heard the whole story behind that, right? Where they found. 
So yes. So the. No, I'm talking about the one that came out with Mary Elizabeth. Oh, Winstead I thought you meant they, to. There's, there's no. a. There's well, I a, hope they do it right. There's another reimagining that's going to be. Yeah, taking it's based place. off of a book they found. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, it's called like Terror on Ice or something. So. Ooh, the, the ice thing, skating. The thing was based on a novella called Who Goes There. Yes. That was written a long time ago, and they recently found a full-length novel that the author had done. So he wrote the novella, then apparently, like he wrote like this full-length book and they found it and they're like holy shit we got to do another movie i'm just worried because i think blumhouse is doing it oh yeah and hold on let me look that up real quick yeah i think blumhouse is doing everything right now um thing is getting another remake and more movie the thing remake breaking news yeah the lost book was found as it's gonna be blumhouse so i don't know man (laughs) I don't know. Blumhouse is so hit or miss. They really are. I just don't know. I the thing for those of you that don't know, the thing is my absolute favorite horror movie ever made, and I watch it monthly. I yeah. I've been watching that movie like over and over again since I was like six years old. It's one of the first horror movies I ever saw. And uh, anyway. Why'd you, why'd you get me Sorry, going on the I'm thing? just saying because they do like. I'll the, sit here and talk for hours about that movie. They did the practical effects and then they over CGI'd over top of it. So yeah, it was that's like, such what's bullshit. The yeah, the 2011 one. Ugh. I didn't even hate the movie. I was just mad about it. Yeah, I, the movie itself wasn't bad at all. It's just they fucking disrespected yeah, it. I wish like, they didn't do that. And it wasn't the the creator's fault. It was the studio's fault. Yeah. The creators had all practical effects in the movie. Uh, I think with some CGI, but the studio came in like no doesn't look real make it all cgi and it's like assholes like uh, all right back to our movie sorry i'm so sorry mary elizabeth winstead though she's gorgeous oh my god she was so cute in that she's movie she's so hot she's such a home record though but she's hot um what else it is weird i know you never watched dexter but i've i've watched <laughs> them all go. like eight times because my wife loved i like them too i like those that them i like that show a lot too but she yeah that was is a favorite obsessed with it she's seen the entire series like nine times now um, so I've seen James Remar a lot and he's like way older now and this, he just looks so young. He yeah. looks like he's in his twenties. But like the Warriors came out like, I think like in the late seventies and he looks exactly the same. Oh really? Yeah. As crazy. he did it here? Yeah. Huh. I haven't watched the Warriors in so long. Yeah. They came out like 79. Oh. Um, okay. So let's, let's do, let's do this. For because I have I have something that I don't like about this this one, but you can go first. It's probably the same thing. All right. So for this one, I don't like. This doesn't make any sense to me. So he snatches it her makes, off. It makes zero sense. He snatches her <laughs> off like the sidewalk, and he pulls yeah. her in the back, and and like he's like, "Oh, you gotta be quiet. You know, there's something out there." Or he doesn't even say. He's like trying to keep you safe. Why don't you come back to my place and use the phone first off? Like, hey, strange man that just snatched me up off the street. Sure, I'll go back to your place. And then, like, her kid later says, like, oh, you mean daddy when you thought no, he was going to rape oh, you? Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what the it. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you, one, why would you even go back with him? Obviously, because she's the, the, the twist gargoyle, she's the yeah. fucking gargoyle. But, like, who even, what, what? That wasn't what? even like that. You're right. You're totally right. And then totally when the right. little kid, she tells the daughter that she thought he was going to rape her. Like, that's a weird thing to say to your child about how you met their father. Yeah. That was actually my only negative. Like, what the fuck? Okay. Well, I'll, that doesn't make any sense. But I'm saying, like, conceptually, this entire story doesn't make sense. Okay. Because, like, um, 
like what is the gargoyle's deal i'm I'm imagining it's cursed it's probably yeah. some cursed person that has to i don't know comes down and maybe ha- this is the only way that it could escape is by finding love and the only reason way it could stay in its true form and like but that doesn't make sense either because it, it drops down and it kills a bunch of people yeah and then it tells the dude don't tell anybody yeah why, why don't you just drop down turn into a human being and seduce him then he wouldn't oh. have he wouldn't have anything to tell that would have made so much more so sense. what's the gargoyle's motivation for doing any of this fair wow but, like the entire premise is like wh- i don't what what's going on here like what do you need him for it i, I don't know it's like okay i see it I that used, makes so much sense. I now. used to think that it was it was a cool story because you don't see it coming. It's like, oh, he told, and now they transform. That's crazy. But then when you really start to think about it, it's like, wait, why? Why? Why is this the deal? Like, how does this curse work? But also, I would have definitely told like the same night. I would have been done for. Oh really? Yeah, no way. See, I put this. See, all fucking I, I was gonna, thing. I was gonna ask you how seriously would you have kept that secret? Oh no, I would have been like, hey, bitch, guess what I just saw? Not me. I wouldn't have told anyone. She would have ripped my head off. That I would have been so scared. I would have told no one. No. I wouldn't have said a, a I word. I told everybody. And then one night, I would have gotten drunk with mm-hmm. my wife, and I would have been like, yo. This is just crazy because the further it went, if you got 10 years away from it yeah. or even like 20 years, eventually you're going to start to think like, did that really happen? Like, yeah. that's so over the top. I have these images in my head, but maybe I was drunk. I would start to think it didn't happen. And I'd be like, so Ed probably had an, or whatever the bartender's name, probably had an accident Yeah. or whatever. I might have started to, bl- to like disbelieve it. And then I would have gotten drunk with my wife and be like, yo, listen to this crazy shit. <laughs> Can like, you believe I don't know that I this, thought? I don't know if this really happened or not, right. but like I have this weird memory of the night we met <laughs> and it would have been over for me. I'd have been really drunk though, so I'd have been able to handle it better. Like, oh God. And I was I kinda wish she like didn't just bite him on the neck. I wish she like popped his head right off. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been fun. Yep. That's it. Um, yeah, that gargoyle looks so fucking awesome. Yeah, it was cute. Very cool design. Yeah, totally cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um yeah, it, I yeah, I definitely like, and that that was the other thing I, I forgot to leave off. Like, I I would have told probably drunk, like I said. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have done it like James Remar done it. Like, why did he tell her at that point? Like, why did he tell her that way? I would have never been sober and told someone that because then I'm like, yo, you're fucking nuts. <laughs> and he's like, I need you to believe me. This happened. Why are you telling her that? Yeah, she's like, why are you telling me? And she's Even like, then. and he's like, I don't. I'd love you and I want you to love every part of me. And it's like, that. okay. Why though? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what his motivation was. That's it doesn't weird. make sense. I would have just, I would have just kept it and held on to it. Like that. Nah, nobody needs to know that. Nobody. She didn't need to know that whatsoever. I don't know. This one. Yeah. Love it for the monster and the gore, but it's writing wise. It's probably the weakest entry. Agreed. Um, all right. What about the wraparound? The, uh, the witch. Oh, Debbie Harry is yeah. a witch. Uh, I like it. I think it's really fun. It's so silly. It's, yeah, it's stupid <laughs> silly. It's fun. He's telling her stories. He's eating lots of cookies because who doesn't love cookies? Yeah. But I feel like the scene where she slips on the marbles, <laughs> that would not have happened. But I love that it did. <laughs> and she like rolls into uh, the... So right into the oven. Yeah. First off, the kitchen was beautiful. I just want you to know that. It was nice. I like... The opening scene, I was like, oh, wow. Pretty sure it was a set, though. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) 
But uh, I thought it was fun, a lot of fun, and uh, I bet that kid would have been delicious. You think it would have tasted good? If I. <laughs> what a strange thing to Where say, Melissa. <laughs> that was probably the weirdest thing you've said on this podcast yet. I'm saying they're cooking them for a reason. <laughs> he looks like he would have delicious. I said he probably would have been delicious. I say he looked like it. Oh, okay. He looked like a little twerp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh yeah, I thought it was very silly. Yeah, the marbles, and he's reading it, and then she slips on some marbles, <laughs> and he like throws them, and she's like, "Oh, that's <laughs> so dumb." That uh, made me laugh though. Yeah, that's I think Debbie Harris is pretty hot though. Oh, gorgeous! Yeah, I think she's gorgeous. Always. Um, kids love happy endings. <laughs> <laughs> Great ending. Definitely. And he um, grabs the cookies. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't try to like book it out of there. Like, you wouldn't be tired of cookies at this point. Yeah, and you wouldn't just like run as fast as you could. Right. He's like, no, nah, she's in the oven now. I'm cool. And I have a few more cookies <laughs> yeah, for I'm not going to tell anybody about this. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's pretty much all I have. Do you have anything else? My like, only other negative comment is from Lot 249. How did the mummy know where the hangers were? <laughs> I don't know. Probably just opened a closet. That's just, that was it my had, concern. It had some sentience. Well, it had to because he knew where to go, but the how do you know where the hangers are? I don't know. I don't know what a hanger is. All right. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I, I guess Daddy Steve told him where to go. Again, with your weird little nitpicks. <laughs> <laughs> I need something. <laughs> um. So this is our first trip into the 90s, and this is our first anthology film. Wow. I meant to say we that. Tripped. I meant to say that at the beginning of this. <laughs> I enjoyed it. But yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. What's your favorite anthology film? Mm, it's hard. It's a toss up between this and Creep Show. Oh, the first cre- one. yeah, the first one's really. But great. also, Body Bags is really good. I just love anthology movies. <laughs> My absolute favorite is Trick or Treat. Oh, that's. It's the only movie dude. that I've made a tradition out of. Like I watch it every Halloween. Yeah, no, I do too. I love that movie. Love every that segment's movie awesome. Sam, mm-hmm. oh, so good. Uh, I don't think I have anything else. Any quotes, kills, or Oh, right. Characters? We have to do... Oh, shit. I didn't... <laughs> I forgot about this segment completely, but I think I know. All right. Favorite kill, favorite character, favorite quote. Your favorite kill. It's the cat. Yeah, it's with the, the guy, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the head ripping off. I like it. I think the cat one is my favorite, too, but I want it to be different. Oh, okay. Uh, Favorite character? All right, well... It's the cat. It's Steve Buscemi. But tied with, <laughs> I wrote, tied with Steve Buscemi's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> it looks like all his teeth are trying to escape. <laughs> well, that's okay. Um, I love Steve Buscemi. You back off. I, you back off. <laughs> so who's your favorite character? Um, the hitman. Dude, oh, he's yeah. so funny. He made me laugh so much. And he's just so over the top and so cool, and but not cool. No, I loved yeah, him too. I liked him. Uh, favorite quote. Mine oh, is Jesus. I'm yeah, look you look that. Out. You look that up. <laughs> Mine is the hitman says the rest of your nine lives are going in one lump sum. <laughs> and I, I don't know. And yeah. he doesn't even say it like in a funny manner. But I laugh. I laugh every time. Uh, let me read some. All right. Here. Yes, you do that, and I will. Oh, that's the second one on here. The rest yeah. of your nine lives are going in one lump. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. So, how about Steve? No. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know what my favorite line is. All right, you can use mine. It's weird because this is like your podcast, and you've been doing this. For I really know. Long I time totally so blanked on it. 
Oh, oh no, I have it. I know it. No, I even I even thought of it when he said it. I started laughing. It was uh, Steve Buscemi's character, the, oh, the yeah, cab yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Hey man, what's so fucking funny?" And Bellingham goes, "Oh, I was just thinking of this guy I know. Couldn't distinguish a third dynasty sacred scroll from a piece of post Alexandrian pictogram porn." Yeah, I laughed at that. <laughs> so funny. Also, because Steve Buscemi. And he's just like nerding out and <laughs> yeah. laughing to himself. Who was well dressed in that too? Very well dressed. Yes, everyone else is like nineties. Oh, I actually had that under what's not to like under here was I I can't stand and I couldn't back then and I never could stomach like the vests and the over the shoulder like sweaters and the oh, short yeah, shorts yeah, that's and the, they looked like the salmon colors and the preppiness in the the early nineties late eighties I hate every time I see it I cringe. That's why we wanted them to die and then Steve Buscemi's in there looking like a fine reserved gentleman dressed <laughs> yeah. up. Ugh. Oh, but how do you get that? Yuppie uh, rich kid. A sarcophagus. Why call it escort? Sarcophagus. Sarcophagus in his dorm room or whatever. How did it fit in there? He had it standing up. The movers moved it in. There was plenty of room. No way. If that was really college, he would not have that room. It was like a rich yuppie college, though. They probably had giant dorms. Yeah, and he was so dressed up. He was fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you called it at the beginning. This really has been the Steve Buscemi Appreciation (laughs) Podcast. So, anyway... Anything else? Um, just that I highly recommend this. And if you haven't seen it yet, what Dude, are you doing? It's so much fun. You have to see it. Get on it. Get on that. Yes. Um, all right. That's going to do it. Please check us out on social medias at Forsaken Cinema, Instagram and Facebook. And you can uh, drop us a line. Let us know what you think of the show. Suggest movies. Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. And I want to do something a little different. Uh-oh. I wanna, I wanna let everyone know the next new movies that we're gonna be doing. Ooh, that's so that a great can, idea. All, all of these movies, I believe, are out now, and um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna list which ones we're gonna be doing. Let me pull this up. Consummately unprepared. Please scroll down. Thank you. <laughs> In hand. Okay, so we did Blood Quantum. We're doing The Wretched next week. Uh, the week after that, we're doing Exorcism at 60,000 feet. Oh, wow. The week after that, we're doing the Netflix movie Get In. And then we're doing a Fangoria movie called Porn Oh, oh, I saw someone post Yeah, so that's going to be the next you know, four weeks. The Wretched, Exorcism at 60,000 feet, Get In, and Porn So So, uh, yeah, get on those before you listen to the episode, and you won't have to worry about spoilers. That's great. All right, that will do it. We'll All talk right. to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.